Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Look at that face. Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm gonna come. going on everybody welcome to the dante greco show it's tuesday we're live the oscar nominations were given out this morning ilaria baldwin is back speaking spanish and um so much more to cover we got a lot to get to doing the show a little earlier today because this is the only time i have i hate doing stuff in the morning i don't even want to be alive in the morning so the fact that i'm here right now is a miracle let's Go to these Oscar nominations. Let's get right into it. So, the nominations came out, and uh, there were some snubs and some surprises, as they always say. Not many surprises, to be quite honest. Uh, Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams did the nomination. Allison Williams, you remember, she was in Girls. She's the daughter of Brian Williams. She seems to be trying to make some kind of comeback. I caught her on Saturday Night Live this past weekend, and uh, she made a little cameo in a skit. And then, you know, they kept joking about how she had her ass eaten on that show, Girls, which I guess is like the price of getting back into mainstream Hollywood. We have to joke about how you got your ass eaten and bring that back up into everybody's memory. So she's trying to make some kind of comeback. I don't know what she's got planned, but she announced the Oscars along with Riz Ahmed. Uh, let's just go through the nominations real quick, and then we'll talk about like the snubs and the surprises and all that bullshit. Best picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, expected. I didn't see that yet. I heard a friend of mine told me it was very good, uh, very brutal. Avatar, The Way of Water. I mean, they have to give it to Avatar because it made so much money. Personally, I didn't think it was that great. I don't think that um, – I like your Brian Koberger impression. Thank you very much. Uh, hopefully we can do more of that at some point. Um, you know, Avatar, I won't be back for the next one. I'll be quite honest. I started a little bit of a Twitter spat the other day. A lot of people were coming down on me for saying this, but like it's been 13 years. I came back to see the new one to see how far the technology had progressed, the 3D technology. But now it's like everything. You can watch any video in 60 FPS on your phone or on your computer. And so... It, it was still visually stunning, but I didn't find it that interesting. The story has never been that interesting. And my point was that, yeah, it might be making $2 billion now, but I don't think that when like three, four, five, and six come out in the next few years, the interest is going to be there. It's not going to keep topping itself. It just can't. Of course, everyone on Twitter said I was stupid and that, you know, I should look at the audience size. Anyways. Banshee's in a Venetian. I haven't seen it yet. Elvis, yeah, not going to win Best Picture. It was flashy. It was entertaining. Uh, not quite Best Picture worthy. Everything, everywhere, all at once. This seems to be the one that has the most buzz. Um, you know, checks a lot of boxes for Hollywood. I have not seen it. I've heard good things. I'm going to see it. It used to be that you would actually try to go see all the films that were going to be Oscar nominated, but it's just, I don't know. The media landscape is so special fractured now that it's hard for hollywood to keep your attention so i haven't made it to that the fablemans i saw because i like spielberg good movie not a great movie one of his better movies of the 21st century that's for sure 
you know, in the 21st century, Spielberg uh, quality wise has dropped off dramatically from like his heyday of the 70s to the late 90s. But he still cranks out a good one here and there. He'll probably get best director, to be honest, just because it's like this is likely the last time that he's going to be up there. I would say he's old Hollywood. He used to be the wonderkind of new Hollywood back in the 70s. Now he's old Hollywood. So he's on his way out. Tar, I saw that. Good film. Little long. Interesting. Not best picture. Top Gun Maverick, they had to nominate that. Hey, listen. By the way, I enjoyed it. It's like the people's champ. You know, the rest of the country really enjoyed Top Gun Maverick. Made a lot of money in theaters. Very important for the business. Had to be nominated. Triangle of Sadness, I just saw that. That was good. Very interesting. I didn't expect to see it on this list, to be honest. Uh, you should check it out. I don't want to tell you anything about it. It's one of those movies where, like, the less you know about it, the better, the 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 more you will enjoy it. Women talking. You know, I hate to sound like a misogynist. I have not seen it. I don't know that I will seen it. See it. Uh, not even sure what it is. All I saw was a billboard when I was driving by, and everybody looks very angry. There's like five people up there. Francis McDormand, one of them. They look mad. So, you know, I, I, uh, that's me knowing absolutely nothing about it except the title and one billboard that I saw. Speaking of billboards, real quick, there is this movie, uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, by it's about Whitney Houston. And I know it bombed and it came out late last year and like nobody even cares about it already. But one of the major problems I notice when I drive around here in LA, this billboard that they have for it, is very it looks like michael jackson and then in the title it's i want to dance with somebody and so like when you just drive by if you're just glancing at it it looks like michael jackson from the black and white video dancing and it says i want to dance it's like is this a michael jackson what is this so very bad marketing on their part let's get back to the noms actor in a leading role austin butler in elvis i think he's gonna win Everyone has been pushing for Brendan Fraser. It's a feel-good story. He's making a comeback, you know, but the 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 interest has waned in the movie. The movie was like touted as being some major contender and it really didn't get that many nominations. I don't know that many people have seen it. Uh I've only seen the picture of Brendan Fraser with an oxygen thing and he's huge and supposedly it's good. The fact that he didn't attend the Golden Globes and the, uh, you know, he's like anti-Golden Globes with good reason. Uh, look it up. I think kind of hurts his case a little bit. People are just not paying attention to Brendan Fraser that closely. I, I think it's petered out a little bit. Maybe the Austin, but the uh, Lisa Marie thing, you know, if we're going to be honest, that might help Austin Butler's case. Austin Butler actually called in this morning to... Um, what is it? Uh, the Today Show? I haven't heard this yet because I wanted to be surprised when we watch this. I want to see if he comes in with that fake accent still or in the wake of uh, Lisa Marie's death, if he has dropped that finally. You know, I liked him. I liked the movie, but it is kind of like at some point he's got to stop with the accent. 
I, I speculated uh, when Lisa Marie died. I was like, did he? Does he speak to her and Priscilla with the accent, or does he use his real voice again? Let's see here. Okay, this is Austin Butler calling in to Hoda and who is that? Jenna Bush, Hoda and Jenna. Let's hear it. Um, the other person, yeah, that we're cheering on, got a big first-time Oscar nomination is Austin Butler. He got it for, of course, Elvis. He played that role so, so we, well. We watched this movie and we were mesmerized. If you have not seen it, go see it. And for what's really interesting about this movie, if, you ha if you're like, oh, I haven't right. seen we any of the Oscar nominated movies. Hear Austin. I'm still close. I, uh, I'm not much of a morning person, uh, so I'm waking up with you right now. What an exciting way to wake up. Yeah, it's exciting. Okay, so he's still doing it clearly. The guy, remember, he's from Anaheim, California. That's where Disneyland is and where the Anaheim baseball team, the Angels, play. Uh, he wakes up and he says, I'm still processing this. I cannot believe it. Like, you're not from Memphis. You're not in Memphis. Oh, no, did my computer freeze? Shoot, did you guys even hear what I just said? Did anybody hear what I just said? My internet is like dying right now. Whoa. Can anybody hear me? I don't know what happened here. My internet, it's Spectrum. The one of the worst services that there is. Spectrum internet, Spectrum cable. But unfortunately, it's what we got here in LA. Okay. Can looks like things are back to normal. All right. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties. I wish I had somebody to fire, but I do this whole show myself. So can't do that. Okay. Let's get back to Austin. Here's Austin Butler talking on the phone with his accent. So as we've established, he's already back to it. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I, I thought I did last night, but then I woke up to about 20 missed calls from my agent manager and everybody. So I, uh, I'm not much of a morning person. Uh, so I'm waking up with you right now. What an exciting way to wake up. Yeah, it's exciting for us, too. So what um, – just tell us what – All right, so that's all I wanted to find out. That thing's going to uh, – oh, you can hear me. Thank you. Yeah, on my end, my computer just totally, like, froze. All right, I just wanted to find out. I mean, listen, Austin Butler – Seems like a nice guy. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. You know, I get it. It's more fun to talk like Elvis. A speech therapist or somebody came out and was like, look, he might be stuck with this forever. Like, it's a chronic condition. He has Elvis accent. But he might as well just move to Memphis now. Just go all in. The rest of his life, just be Elvis. Thank you. I cannot believe the Academy would honor me this way. Um... What am I looking for? So I think he's going to win. I think Hollywood is, uh, they like that movie more. It's more fun than The Whale. Uh, Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin. That could win. You know, he won the Golden Globe. Colin Farrell did. 
And he's put together quite a career. This is a first-time Oscar nomination for Austin Butler, and he was a Disney kid before that, so maybe uh, the Academy makes to, wants to make him earn it a little bit more. But I think uh, Elvis is going to be the one. Bill Nye in Living, got to be honest, don't know what it is. Same with Paul Mescal in After Sun. Do not know what it is. They probably should have nominated Tom Cruise to be – honest they should have nominated tom cruise for best actor i don't think he deserved it but from a business standpoint he deserved it and just to make news and bring people in tom cruise has been around for 40 years he's been nominated before but it's been a long time they should have just thrown him a nomination same as how they should have thrown j-lo a nomination a few years ago for the 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 prostitute or the stripper movie hustlers uh, you know, like, no, she didn't deserve to win it. I don't particularly like J-Lo, but it would have been more interesting. Actress in a leading role, Kate Blanchett in Tar. I saw it. I enjoyed it. I thought she gave a good performance. Not Oscar-worthy for her. You know, it's not comparable to, say, Blue Jasmine or some of the other things that she has won for. I know she won the Golden Globe. I think it would be a misstep to give it to her for this, although the performance was quite good. Ana de Armas in Blonde. This movie has like no Oscar buzz. I thought it was going to do a lot better, but apparently it was too depressing. Like, you know, people wanted to see Marilyn empowered or something like that. Uh, Ana de Armas did a very good job. I had a little bit of problem with the accent, to be honest. Like, I know we're not supposed to say that, but I could detect hints of her accent in the performance it did take me out of it a little bit but on the whole it was a compelling performance i could tell she put a lot of herself into it and uh she certainly deserves a nomination she will not win that would be a shocking surprise netflix would have to grease those wheels to win this and i don't know that they can with the academy it's not the golden globes where you can just buy awards uh, Andrea Riseborough in Two Leslie. I mean, what are they doing? What is that? And, two Leslie, Andrea Riseborough. I wouldn't come on. Think of the uh, the audience. Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. Good, pleasant. Deserving of a nomination? Probably not. Probably only got it because it's a Spielberg movie. But you know, Michelle Yeoh and Everything Everywhere all at once. She won the Golden Globe. I. Again, I haven't seen this movie, but I would like to see her win. She's hung around Hollywood for a long time. She is, um, you know, it's tough for someone like her to 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 keep getting roles and like good roles don't come around a lot. So, you know what? Good for her. I, I mean, what I remember of Michelle Yeoh is she was in like uh, some action movies in the 90s. I haven't followed her career very closely, but you know what? Good for her. A tough business. Directing Martin McDonough, Banshees of Ennis Sheeran. Yeah, probably not. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, everything everywhere all at once. Could be, could be. I think it's gonna be Spielberg. I just feel like he's gonna call in every favor that he can to win this because this is such a personal film for him. This is a story of his life. He's been running from it his whole life, waiting to make it, and now he made it. And it's like a lot of people don't care that he made it. You know, he probably waited too long. This movie should have come out in like 2005. But nonetheless, I think he will pull this one out. If you notice, Spielberg has been 
not not getting uh, rewarded by the Academy for a very long time. West Side Story got nominated, but nobody really cared. It was totally out of the zeitgeist. Like we're not in a place right now where we care about the 1950s that much. We're like too far away from it to care, but not yet far enough away where it like comes back around as some kind of retro interest that we all have. We just it was out of touch with the times. Lincoln got like 12 nominations. The only person that won was Daniel Day Lewis, uh, deservedly, of course. So no one the, the, uh, Spielberg has lost his magic Oscar touch, but I think he will get it back for this one. Todd Field for Tar. Good movie, boring to most people, I would assume. Ruben Ochsland for Triangle of Sadness. Not going to win, but a nice nomination. All right, we'll, we'll do a few more of these because it gets boring when we just go through all of this stuff. Um, actor in a supporting role, Brendan, Brendan Gleeson. Banshees of Inishira, no. Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. I have no idea what that is. That's an Apple film. That means no one saw it. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inishirin. Ki Hoi Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. He won the Golden Globe. I say they will give it to him. That could be another Spielberg thing. It looks good on Spielberg. He's the kid who played short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And now he's back. And he's given good performances again. It's a feel-good story. Um, the Oscars will give it to him. Judd Hirsch, I'm sorry. You will likely die without an Oscar, I'm sorry to say. Actress in a supporting role, we all know it's going to be Angela Bassett. She has that uh, trailer for Black Panther that everyone's seen where she's upset. Um, you know, she, she hung Chow in the whale. Sorry, it's not your year. And Jamie Lee Curtis, I get, I think they gave her this award because she's been very excited all year, like supporting everybody. And it's like, okay, yeah, we like that. But, you know, we're honoring her career, but not going to win it, especially when she's splitting the award, uh, splitting the vote with Stephanie Sue and everything everywhere all at once. Angela Bassett, no chance she does not win this Oscar. There's just no chance. Um, let's see. Some of the big snubs. Um, Tom Cruise, of course, for the Oscar for, for Best Actor. But the movie got nominated, so that's good. Comeback Kids, Michelle Yeoh and Brendan Fraser dominate the award season. One of the, big, the biggest snub, probably Taylor Swift. She is probably extremely pissed off this morning because Rihanna got a nomination for her song from Black Panther. Uh, Taylor Swift, I'm sure, thought she was going to get a nomination. She's probably on the phone with Jack Antonoff right now, you know, upset. She's going to write a song about it. That's a very big snub. Uh, again, the whale did not get very many nominations good for brendan frazier feels good it's all feel good stuff brad pitt was ignored for babylon yeah babylon was ignored completely like that thing which was not a bad film it's just people don't care about movies that are about hollywood right now the country is polarized. We don't want to see some ode to old Hollywood, like a golden age, original Hollywood and how great it was. And this is magical, but also terrible, enjoyable film, but 
gonna reach a very small audience, little long. Uh, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie, not recognized for their work in Hollywood in the uh, in Babylon. And Margot Robbie was typically good, but also a little bit typical, kind of like a zany character, a little crazy. Same American accent she has every time. She, she you know, and look, she's Australian. She's not going to be able to change her voice that much. She's not the aforementioned Daniel Day-Lewis. So anytime, like the Tanya Harding movie, all of a sudden Tanya Harding was from Brooklyn. You know, it's the same thing. She always sounds like she's from Brooklyn. Taylor Swift did not get a nod for her song Carolina from Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, that movie was uh, it's a B movie. I'm going to get a best original song for that. Two films, The Woman King and Nope, did not get any nods. Yeah, I don't know. Is the Academy trying to send a message to Jordan Peele, giving him nothing? Nope was good, but like, it, it probably, they're, they're probably right. It wasn't Oscar worthy good. It's just a very solid, suspenseful comedy. Um, James Cameron snubbed for directing Avatar The Way of Water. Yeah, well, you know, they got like five more chances. He's just going to keep forcing these movies on us. Paul Dano did not get a nomination. Hmm, interesting. So anyways, that's the Oscars. Uh, we will, of course, be... Uh, yeah, not a fan of the thick Yankee accent on everything she does exactly. It's like, you know, there must be some speech... Somebody can help her develop a different American accent. She might as well hang out with Austin Butler and she could pick up that Memphis thing. Uh, I will be doing a live show after the Oscars as I did for the Golden Globes to recap it. You can tune in there. Of course, I will let everyone know ahead of time. Uh, let's move forward with the show. Hilaria Baldwin is back doing her uh, Spanish accent. The charges against Alec have stressed her out. She's you know, it's like how when people get stressed or they get drunk, if they're from the South, their Southern accent comes out. Or if they're from Boston, their Boston accent comes out. She is now full-blown Spanish. Now, let's remember, uh, Ilaria, I believe, is from Boston. Her real name is Hillary Burton Thomas. And she visited Spain as a, as a young woman and, and fell in love with it and decided she was going to make that her whole thing. Then it all came out that it was fake and everyone was surprised and you know, it was a scandal, uh, as I've said before. I bet Alec looks back nostalgically at that being the big scandal in his life instead of the involuntary manslaughter charge that he's now facing. But uh, let me show you this video. I mean, it's insane. It's almost offensive how crazy she's getting. This is her, uh, the paparazzi are Asking her about Alex's charges. Listen to this. I mean, she's just so over the top. What the fuck did you just say? Pito arrugado, podrido, apestoso, empolvado, joda puta. Can you believe that? Can you believe how, how thick she's laying that on right now? Yeah, my internet sucks today. It's messing up my whole show. Messing up the flow. That was not, um, what's her name, actually, Ilaria. That was 
That was this woman right here. Salma Hayek from But it's just funny to put that under Hilaria's, uh, Hilaria's video. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Salma Hayek. But here's the real one. Honestly, the real accent that she's doing is almost as crazy. Okay. Fighting the internet today. Okay, so here is the uh real Ilaria coming out. This is from the Hollywood Fix, by the way. They're a great website if you want to see celebrity videos and interviews. I know this guy. We used to work together a lot. In uh, We still do from time to time when I go out to the field. Uh, when I was at TMZ, I would do a lot of uh, coverage with this guy, the Hollywood Fix. So subscribe, like, check him out. He's good. He's got everything. He's everywhere. <laughs> By the way, like that's not even a paparazzi guy. That's not even a paparazzi. That's just like some old British bald guy. I was shocked to see that. I thought it was going to be the same old like street urchin paps of New York City. No, it's like a bald gentleman from New York, from uh, sounds like Ireland. Oh, shoot. Let me get check it out. Starting the day with a little morning yoga. We are so chill. Is Alec going to come out and talk to us? You know, I'll talk to you. Come back up. Oh, okay. Come, come. And you have to stay away from the baby. <laughs> you hear it already. Out of here. You have to stay away from the baby. You know, she sounds like Ana de Armas as Marilyn Monroe. It's insane. Come, come. I want you away from my house. I'll talk to you. I want you away from my house, and I talk to you. Come, back up. Oh, okay. come, come, and you have to stay away from the baby. Come, come, I want you away from my house. I'll talk to you. Come. No, no, it's really awful. Like you're just doing. Nobody has to be here because you can always not be here. Nobody has to be here because you can always be here. I mean, is anybody who is uh, uh, Latin or Hispanic on this watching right now like that? How do you feel about this? This is a white woman, a white woman from Boston who's already been exposed as having a fake accent here. And like now she thinks she can just get here's what I think. Alec probably used to be able to tell her to tone it down. But now she's he can't say that. She'll be like, well, Alec, your involuntary manslaughter charge that you brought to our family is, is making me too, too stressed out. Like, what's he going to say? Like, look, you're going to bankrupt us, Alec, because you shot somebody. So I'm going to do this Spanish accent thing until I'm, you know, I, I might have to lure an exotic billionaire with my Spanish accent. So let's keep going. Okay, no, come. Come. Because I'm only going to say it once. <laughs> come. Because I'm only going to say it once. She's like a dictator. So you come. Yeah. No, I want to make sure everybody is here before I start. Okay. Okay. Hilary, all these... 
Because hey guys, please stay, stay away from That's the baby. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have very good lenses. You guys can all stay away. Okay. all these charges. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. You're not going to ask me questions. I'm going to tell you. Okay. I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids, and you being here to escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know I'm not going to say anything to you. You know that. So please leave my family in peace and let this all play out. Okay? So let my kids come home and you stay away from them because they ask me, "Mommy, what like what are these people doing?" And it's a very hard thing as a mom to try to explain. Mommy, what are these people doing? It's a very hard thing to, to try to explain. I mean, listen, I don't disagree that the whole thing is annoying. She's annoying. The um, the the guys outside are annoying. Like the whole thing. I'm actually on her side here. Like, look, get a couple shots and then get the fuck out of there. You don't need to hang outside of their apartment all day long. And this is coming from someone who used to work in this business. It's like, you know, it, it is too much. Yeah, they do have 15 kids and the kids don't need to see these old weirdos standing outside all day long. I mean, look, it's not going to change as long as there are publications that are going to buy the video and whatnot. And look, I'm playing the video. I can't be a hypocrite. I'm playing the video and quite enjoying it. Uh, but on a human level, she is right. It is annoying. Doesn't mean that you can slip back into your full-blown fake spanish persona but um as uh, wendy lem here is saying maybe it helps her feel disguised could be you know it could be like that's like her defense she goes outside she's spanish it's kind of like how beyonce claims that when she performs she's really uh she takes on the persona of someone named sasha fierce you know ilaria hillary burton thomas takes on the ilaria persona when she goes out in public God, that accent. My children say to me, Mommy, please. So please, go home. Because I'm not going to... Go home. Go home. You know, it's like uh, Lady Gaga in the Gucci, House of Gucci movie. Oh, please, uh, go home. Like, hi, if you're going to do the fake Spanish accent, hire somebody that's going to really help you fine-tune it. Find whoever hypnotized Austin Butler going to say anything and Alec is not going to say anything. Your lawyers have said something about the charges. What do you say about the charges? Are they fair? Everybody, please. Please leave me alone. He ducked into a new SUV. I mean, you feel bad for Alec a little bit. It's like he just everything and he brings it on himself. Everything in his life just turns into some like very. This is my my president's swearing video. I. Uh, my Internet's all screwed up today. Plan the perfect show and then the Internet ruins it let's look at what alec did he was caught by these same animals outside his apartment 
Uh, ducks into an SUV. First sighting since the manslaughter charge. Let's watch that. Compelling stuff. Compelling stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not fun. Whether, you know, whatever you think of uh, if he's guilty, not guilty, like to be facing an uh, involuntary manslaughter charge, very serious. There is jail time, obviously. I read somebody, let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, some like legal expert was saying that they don't think that he will do uh, any time. And that he was only charged because he's Alec Baldwin. He's a celebrity. Could be true. But the stress. I mean, you know, he's an old man. He's already got a bunch of kids. He's It's stressful. There's money. Civil lawsuits coming down the pike. Like, he's going to be dealing, this for, dealing with this for a lot of the rest of his life. It's always going to be hanging over him. Selma's accent is incredibly sexy. Yeah. I mean... You know, it's I enjoy Selma's accent more than Hilaria's accent. That's for sure. Okay. So I did a whole thing on Alec. There's a video that you can watch on my page. I did it last week, just reacting to the charges and stuff like that. It's just funny. Of course, the more that she speaks with the fake Spanish accent, we will continue to cover this. Uh it was uh uh, it was just shocking. Like, we've never heard it that bad. Even when she was on that cooking show and she's like, oh, well, how do you say it? the cucumber? This is 10 times worse. It was an accident. Yeah, I, that's uh, I'm leaning more towards that. You know, it was an accident. If And the fact that they still can't figure out who put the bullets, how the bullets, the live rounds made it onto the set. They admit, we don't know, we may never know. It's disturbing. Sorry for blowing up your chat. I hardly can. No, no, no. I'm glad you are. Listen, this is an interactive show. You know, I, I love uh, audience participation. Wish we had more of it. So thank you very much. Okay. What else do I have? What else do I have to talk about here? Uh, so we did Oscars. We did... Dance with somebody. I kind of talked about the Avatar thing. If we're on the Oscars, let me just talk about it real quick. Yeah, I made some tweet. I said, am I crazy for thinking that nobody really cares enough about this franchise to be interested in the upcoming sequels and that everyone just watched the latest one? Oh, you're not even seeing this. My God. Okay. But everyone just watched the latest one to see if the 3D technology had evolved considerably because I won't be back for any of these sequels. And a lot of people said, oh, I'm sure James Cameron's quaking in his boots that you won't be seeing the sequels. I said, of course he's not quaking in his boots, but like, I'm not, you know, other people probably feel the same way. It was good, but it was too long. I'm sitting there the whole time like, he sacrificed compelling story and truly... In a weird way, it is harder to connect with these blue avatar people than, say, your typical animated film. Something about them was so fake that I could not care about any of the characters. 
You know what? It sucked. I didn't like it. Honestly, I was sitting there thinking I, I, I should have just watched a trailer for this movie. Okay. I know it's made $2 billion and people probably enjoyed it. I just didn't like it. No offense. No offense. Okay. Uh, oh, let's talk about this real quick. So yesterday I was going to do my show and I, I, I didn't have time, but uh, there was a whole thing about Aretha Franklin's song, Natural Woman, which was written by Carol King. Fun fact, fun fact, uh, is offensive to the trans community. And of course you read that and you're like, oh my God, how crazy are things getting? Oh, woke culture is coming for all of us. Then last night I read that all of this was started by a parody tweet from a, 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 the Trans the trans Cultural Mindfulness Alliance, okay? So they had tweeted out that Aretha Franklin's 1968 song, Natural Woman, perpetuates multiple harmful anti-trans stereotypes. There's no such thing as a natural woman. This song helped inspire acts of harm against transgender women. TCMA is requesting it is removed from Spotify and Apple Music. And of course, everyone latched onto it and was like, oh, they're coming for our classic soul music. Uh, not to say that like ridiculous stuff like this doesn't happen, because it clearly does. But I was blown away because I use the Daily Mail a lot to talk about stuff. And not just the Daily Mail, the New York Post. I want to say the Daily Beast, other other reputable news outlets picked up this story and ran with it. And turns out, and luckily I didn't because I would have looked just as stupid. Turns out it was all started by a fake tweet. The Transcultural Mindfulness Alliance is a parody Twitter account. It says right there in their bio, parody satire. Founded January 2023 exclusively by trans individuals promoting cultural changes to ensure the inclusivity of trans individuals. Parody, satire, and even this person saying, I am stunned, whoever this is, says, I am stunned that not a single media outlet who reported on the Aretha Franklin tweet even attempted to contact this account for comment. Based on the sheer ridiculousness of the content on this page, yeah, I don't think they checked the rest of the page. It's just, you know... They're rushing to get the clicks. This is an easy click getter. This will get people up in arms. I know I clicked it. Um, so just a little lesson. We do need to check our sources. As the famous phrase goes in the news business, if your mother says she loves you, check your sources. So there is no actual movement to remove Aretha Franklin's natural woman from Apple and Spotify. The funny thing is, though, will this it could spark something like that. Like now we'll have a conversation about that song and if it is offensive, but I, I don't think we have anything to worry about when it comes to this. It's just crazy. Yeah, here's another tweet from the Transcultural Mindfulness Alliance. Putting pineapple on pizza is transphobic and racist. You know who's transphobic and racist? Ilaria Baldwin. Just kidding. Nothing transphobic. Putting pineapple pizza. Okay. Um, 
What's going on here? Classified documents are now found in Mike Pence's Indiana home, despite his repeated denial. Yeah. I can't even keep up with this. Oh, Nancy Pelosi had an exorcism in her townhouse after the savage attack on her husband. This is kind of funny just because it's like, why would you need an exorcism? It wasn't uh, just, you know, light some sage maybe, but a full-blown exorcism. She tried to excommunicate evil spirits from her San Francisco townhouse after the vicious attack on her husband in October. Uh, she sat down with the New York Times, made this stunning admission. She sought the help of priests after Paul Pelosi was bludgeoned by a hammer-wielding assailant who broke into the couple's stately home. I think that weighed really heavy on her soul, her daughter Alexandra said, referring to Nancy. I think it really broke her. Over Thanksgiving, she had priests coming, trying to have an exorcism of the house and having prayer services. Uh, we actually have some exclusive footage of this exorcism that was obtained by uh, my, me from my good friend, The Hollywood Fix. And here it is, if I can find it. You know, watching that back, I realized what a waste of time it was to even make that video. That video took entirely too much time for not much payoff. It wasn't even that good, but there it is. That was Nancy Pelosi's exorcism. They got the spirit of David DePappy out, and uh, the house is free and clear of evil spirits, and Nancy and Paul can live together again in union the pap, the pape, was arrested and charged by state and federal authorities with attempted murder. Nancy was the real target, and uh, apparently it'll take three to four months before Paul is really back to normal and can begin driving drunk again in Napa Valley. Uh, so that was the exorcism. Fun, fun, fun. Let's see. Does he do the soundtrack nominations? Um... Did we do the soundtrack nominations? Let me check. Let me go back to the Oscar uh, page real quick, if you don't mind. Where is soundtrack? We're talking about original song or like full-blown soundtrack? Music. This is the original score. All Quiet on the Western Front. Babylon. Oh, Babylon, that's what it got. Yeah, and Babylon did win the Golden Globe. For uh, original score. Shit, once again, you can't see it. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Babylon, the Banshees of Inishirin. I assume it went like this. You know, it had like some kind of uh, bagpipe or something. Just a guess that the Banshees of Inishirin soundtrack has a bagpipe. Everything everywhere all at once. I'm gonna guess that it's some kind of like fast techno dance music. The Fablemans is John Williams. 
You know what? I like John Williams. He's very old. It's one of those things where you feel bad because it's like, oh, probably the last time he's going to have a chance to win. Actually, I think the last time because he's announced his retirement, I believe. Uh, that's all good, Gary. Uh, the score, it didn't have like a signature catchy thing. I can't recall it for the life of me right now. The score to the Fablemans. So, sorry, John. But isn't he, he's like one of the most winning uh, and probably wealthiest uh, composers in Hollywood history, John Williams. So he's good. He'll be fine. He gets to go to the Oscars. He gets to go to the party and feel like there's a chance. Music, original song, applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Music and lyric by Diane Warren. You know what? I'm going to vote for that one. I've never heard it, but Diane Warren the massively successful, famous songwriter, never won the Oscar. Uh, he, She is one of the nicest, coolest celebrities that I would interview at TMZ. Like, she always had something to say. She was interesting. She, would, she was always game. Very, very nice. And so I will vote for her, um, even though I have not heard the song. He didn't. I was excited about the weekend's nomination for Avatar. Oh, he got nominated? Yeah, I didn't. You know what? I didn't make it this far. I started to get bored of just reading off the nominations, so I didn't make it this far. Hold my hand. Okay, where is the weekend for Avatar? I'm not seeing it. I don't think that he's. Uh, I'm sorry to say, I don't think he got nominated. Hold my hand from Top Gun Maverick. That was a dud. They were trying to recreate the magic of uh, Take My Breath Away, and it just wasn't good enough. They tried to force it on us, and we didn't want it. So, you know, got nominated, sure, not going to win. Lift Me Up, Rihanna, Natu, Natu from RRR, that one Golden Globe. This is a life from everything ever. Yeah, it's going to be Natu, Natu, or Lift Me Up. Book it. Rihanna, they want to give her an Oscar so she can be like Oscar winning Rihanna. Or no, 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 fuck. That's not going to work because the Super Bowl is before that. But, you know, it can be like a massive year for Rihanna. Wins an Oscar or does the Super Bowl, wins an Oscar, has a baby. Everything, everywhere, all at once for Rihanna. Okay, what else do I? Oh, you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to take a quick break. And uh, I'll be right back so I can get set up for the next segments, everybody. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people. Living for today. Yeah. Imagine there is no countries yet. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. And no religion too. Imagine all the people. Living. 
Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed and hunger. Brotherhood of man. Sharing all the world. You. They may say that I'm a dreamer. But I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. And the world will be as one. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment. For every time it was easier to ignore than to call. We're all in this together. Okay, I'm back. Thank you, everyone. Anybody who stuck through that, I know it was tough. We made it. We made it through the Imagine video again. And we'll have to do it again anytime I need a break. Uh, let me see here. So we want to talk about... We want to talk about... What we want to do the Alex Murdoch case? Anyone interested in the Alex Murdoch case? I'm trying to get a gauge on that. Oh, you know, let, let's go to a Ghislaine Maxwell. She gave a phone interview. Where she claims that Jeffrey Epstein was killed in prison. Where is my link? Where is my link? I personally don't think so. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I think that he killed himself. You know, apparently he was one of those guys who was on um, like steroids and stuff like that, that like keeps you pumped up and then the withdrawals from that and the realizing that you can't get out of this situation will just ruin your your i mean he he knew that the the the, the jig was up he knew there was no way out of this okay come on is it Ugh, you know my internet is so slow today it's messing everything up give me one second i'll be right back let me play a different video so you don't have to sit through that horror of uh, imagine here you go this is my collection of all the presidents of the united states on video swearing that i could find or, or being generally rude 
Thank you, Mr. President. Okay. So I bring up this Epstein thing, uh, Ghislaine, because there's also a story about chat GPT, which is the new AI that's got everyone scared and they should be because of um, the fact that it can just like, it, I think it passed an MBA at Wharton Business School and it knows everything. Anyways, they created there's an app now that will uh, allow you to talk to historical figures because the AI is so good. It can give, it can answer as if it was a historical figure. So this app lets you talk to Jesus Christ. It lets you talk to Jeffrey Epstein. It lets you talk to Hitler. I think it charges extra to talk to Hitler. So I want to get to that, but first let's talk about Ghislaine. She gave an interview. Ghislaine Maxwell, if you don't know, was Jeffrey Epstein's madam, his assistant, facilitator helped him procure all these women uh for his you know massive sex trafficking organization to the wealthy and powerful she's in jail for 20 years she's enjoying herself you know she got sent to a nice jail in tallahassee florida they got yoga they got softball i think i read that she's going to be working in a call center in the jail like there's just there's so much to do she's very very stimulated and she gave an interview over the phone, her first phone interview since she's been in prison or probably since all of this Epstein thing broke, to be quite honest. Uh, let's talk about let's let's see what she has to say. Let's let's listen into Ghislaine, uh, because where's the thing about her saying that he was killed in prison? All right, let's let's just hear. Is it not going to play? You know, looking back now, I probably wish I had stayed at in England. But leaving that aside, you know, I tried to leave and start another new job and move on from the end of ninety eight, ninety nine. So I wish that I had been more successful at moving on. I wish you'd never met him. Well, of course you wish you never met him now. Now that you got caught up in, in your whole uh, uh, treasure trove of videos and audio of uh, world leaders and billionaires having sex with underage people inside one of Jeffrey's many properties, now that that was actually worth nothing and you couldn't use it to get yourself out of things, uh, 
of course now you never you wish you never met him but I, I bet you had a great time for like several years decades you were enjoying even though i uh, she was not as close to jeffrey in his final days uh she she enjoyed it i wish i'd never met him now that you have to pay the price yeah of course dumbass yes you know the thing is and what's that accent is that welsh i wish i'd never met him Sounds like she's been smoking in prison. Meeting Jeffrey was quite a mistake. Okay. She still is claiming, I don't know why. Why She claims also that that famous picture of uh, Prince Andrew with the girl, Virginia Giffray, is photoshopped. Like, why is she still clinging to that? Does she think that if she... Is Prince Andrew that powerful that he could have her whacked in Florida in jail? I don't understand unless like it really is. Yeah, she says, I have no memory of them meeting and I don't think that picture is real. It is a fake. I don't believe it is real for a second. In fact, I am. In fact, I'm sure it is not. No, that's hilarious. Um, in fact, I'm sure it's not. There has never been an original. There is no photograph. There is no original of that photo, just copies and copies and parts of it. According to some experts, looks like it has been photoshopped. I don't remember her in my home. Bullshit. You're not getting out. Might as well come clean. You only got 20 years, which, you know, she looks like she's in good shape. She plays softball. She's always running. The paparazzi down in Florida are always getting pictures of her running around the prison yard. Like, She's going to get out at about 80 years old, like 79, 80, and go on to like another 10 years of uh, whatever. Uh, she's going to have a great life. She'll probably be extradited back to Wales or wherever she's actually from, but she's not. This is not the end for Ghislaine. No wonder she's so happy. okay she defends prince andrew let's hear her defense of her good buddy prince andrew what's a fake i don't believe that i don't believe it's real for a second in fact i'm sure it's not well there's never been an original and further there's no photograph and i've only ever seen a photocopy of it I feel completely divorced from the person that people reference and talk about in the and all the various newspaper articles and TV shows and podcasts. I wonder what she's listening to. Does she have access to podcasts? Like, what is she? She listened to like uh, Joe Rogan or something. This is the photo. She claims it's photoshopped. Uh, I'm not buying her explanation. They don't need to. They don't need to. Like, there's already a lot of other evidence. This one photo. I don't know. It didn't seal the deal necessarily. Right. There's already tons of other evidence. Not that Prince Andrew has been prosecuted, but they did have to make a massive multimillion dollar settlement to this woman, Virginia Jufre. So like 
What's with the, the whole, it's a fake photo. She just won't let that go. Ghislaine. Naomi Campbell, by the way, has just skated by on all this. Yeah, she's, as I'm reading right here, Naomi Campbell in May 2001 hosted a boat party in the French Riviera with Jeffrey Epstein, Virginia, Ghislaine Maxwell. And like, she, meanwhile, is probably at that weird Shipparelli uh, show, right? I think she was, where Kylie Jenner has wearing the big lion head and Doja Cat shows up looking like a disease. Did you see that stuff? Let me see if I can pull up some of that. Everyone got upset that uh, they were wearing fake lion heads. Okay, well, this article was supposed to say that she thinks he was killed in prison. And for some reason, it's not. That damn, goddamn Daily Mail who got duped by the fake Aretha Franklin tweet. Okay, let's hear her. She's struggling to enjoy the no-meat options in prison. Because I'm uh, on a no-meat diet. They're supposed to have either hummus or cottage cheese or um, tofu for you, but mostly I'd say about 95% of it's tofu if it's anything or, or beans it's and i'd say 95% is it's beans and then otherwise you have like a tofu substitute because i'm uh, on a british people like beans no oh here's doja cat At the Schiparelli show. She would have been there. If she, if she never got caught up, she would have been there. Ghislaine, that is. Yeah, I mean, this is quite disturbing. The fashion world is out of control. We need to all stop paying attention to them. It's too much. Like, what is that? That is something that needs treatment, emergency treatment. If someone just, like, showed up, in looking like that, not at a fashion show, you would have to call FEMA. You would have to call everyone would like they would have like a biological lockdown. You know, that would that's that is practically that's terrorism anywhere else. If that thing showed up in Times Square, that is terrorism. Everything would be shut down. We would it would trigger a new pandemic. I mean, what the fuck? fashion world to not we don't care we don't care they're triggering my tripophobia yeah i don't know what tripophobia i think it's that thing where uh there's like a bunch of holes scares people it scares me definitely anything else from Ghislaine? I want to get a Ghislaine interview. How did this woman do it? Daphne Barak landed the interview. 
many months of hours of taped question and answer sessions before we could finally complete the first full length on camera interview. I'm not going to put that much work into it. I'm not going to do many hours, months of and hours of taped question and answer sessions. Fuck that. Uh, okay. Well, I can't find the part where it says she thought he was killed in jail, but whatever, you know, you can't trust what's coming out of her mouth. Anyway, let's talk about the chat GPT thing. Because it has some examples of what happens when you talk to uh, Hitler or when you talk to Jeffrey Epstein, the AI. <clears throat> A new chatbot lets you talk to AI versions of historical figures cause some controversy by charging users to talk to Adolf Hitler. I'm sure Kanye West has downloaded this already and he's enjoying it. And if he hasn't, Please, somebody let him know. It's called Historical Figures, by the way, if you want to download it yourself. Okay, this is a historically accurate and useful and should definitely be used in classrooms. This is my convo with Henry Ford, where I could try to get him to talk about his well-documented anti-Semitism. This thing can't go anywhere near a classroom, says Zane G.T. Cooper. Whoever that is. Oh. Hello, I am an AI simulation of Henry Ford. I may not be historically accurate. Please verify factual information. Why did you hate Jewish people? I did not hate Jewish people. I believe that certain individuals, regardless of their religious faith or background, were poisoning the minds of the public and had to be stopped. The comments attributed to me in the Dearborn Independent newspaper were wrong and offensive, and I deeply regret them. Wow, so it's like, I mean, it's not inaccurate. Henry Ford wouldn't be like, well, I hate Jewish people because, uh, you know, I've done, you know, well, whatever the reason would be. I'm not trying to get in trouble here. Um, it, it's, uh, but it is weird that it's an AI and like it could just, because it's not Henry Ford, it could just give you a straight answer and it's still trying to defend and excuse. But let's get to the good stuff. JFK thinks that there was more than one person involved in his assassination. Uh, Kanye West's hero, uh, Adolf Hitler, he loved the uniforms. That's the weirdest thing. He enjoyed Hitler's uniforms. Like those uniforms are ugly as shit. And Kanye adapted all that into his style. I used to hate the Yeezy brand before I ever knew about the Hitler stuff. I hated the Yeezy brand because I thought it looked like depressing, just muted brown, bay, like dirt color. It was like, you know, homeless, chic bullshit. But I didn't know it was about Hitler. It uh, costs $15.99 to talk to Hitler. But you can talk to his henchman, Joseph Goebbels, for free. Oh, oh what a deal. He claims to feel guilty about the persecution, persecution of the Jews. Sure he does. According to Vice, the Jeffrey Epstein AI said that he is focused on justice and closure for his crimes and doesn't know who killed him, but that he had many powerful enemies. I'm sure he's not focused on justice and closure. He was focused on getting back to his island. The fact that he even came back to the United States 
Like he should have just stayed in France. He was over in France where apparently it's safe to be where Ghislaine should have been if she was smart. I'm glad she wasn't, but that's where she should have been with Roman Polanski and everyone else. Um, you know, and then he, he got busted. So he, he doesn't care about closure. He cares about they caught me and I had to kill myself. Sub Diggs, BTW7. Wow, all that changed my mind about Epstein offing himself. Well, I hope so. You can talk to him, though. Ask him. Ask him what he thinks here on this app. Uh, where's the Epstein thing? Yeah, so it's quite i wasn't going to pay for the app to ask for it because i'm i'm a little i know that you can use the chat gpt thing i'm a little apprehensive about talking to it and giving it data and then like having it you know i don't want to like in five years come out and find out that it's worse than tiktok and that it just steals all of your data so i don't even use tiktok either you know there are real security concerns with that stuff so i've tried to stay away from it even though probably to the detriment of getting the word out about my show and my content. I, I just, I don't like, I don't like, uh, I don't like having it on my phone to be quite honest. Okay. Let's see. Well, we've gone about an hour, a little over an hour. So maybe I should do the Murdoch case thing on its own separate video and everything else uh let's just round up what we heard today we heard about the oscars and we talked about hilaria baldwin that's right that's her with her spanish accent again and uh yeah i think we had a good show so you know what let's stop it here we'll cut it here i'm sure everyone's got stuff to do and I will be back uh, probably tomorrow, uh, probably Thursday, though. Thursday, I'm trying to get a guest, a uh, comedian. So it'll be fun. Thank you for joining me here today. And I will see you all on the next show. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Daniel. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. I said, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my pal, Hal. Have a good day.